until okay. now, until the end of time. I don't know. Ready? Wow. We're ready. We have recording <sighs> things. I just ran, so I have to take. We have record. <laughs> we have pressed record. I love how you're still like holding that like a G, like, like a, a G. boss. I don't, I don't know that. why I said like a G. I don't G. think I'm cool enough. It's like just more comfortable. Playing like a what was that song? Every day I'm hustling, hustling. <laughs> That's, That's not what I was saying. Hey guys. Hi. Hi. Henry Cavell is no longer going to be Superman. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Yeah, that's crazy. Um, did anybody see his Instagram post? I feel I, like yeah, I'm it's loud really enough. Weird. Am I being loud yeah, enough? Yeah, you're being loud enough. Okay, maybe let's I, just I turn just you down. So that <laughs> no, our I gotta turn myself <laughs> up because I can't hear myself. Yeah, he was like wearing the Krypton gym shirt or whatever and the action figure that was that weird one. yeah that's a weird video so i watched a, this instagram like video. video okay just like to catch everybody up movie news movie news movie news. henry cavell is out as superman he's only been in like what three movies yeah. as that character four and his mustache has only been in one three yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and now he is parting ways apparently with the studio and will no longer be playing superman despite the fact that they're still moving forward with all these other Justice League yeah. movies, so they're just gonna like Whoa, bait and switch. Like that's my, we have a new guy. That's my mm. biggest beef with it, especially because like there's a, there's the, the big rumor that they're gonna recast Superman as my, with Michael B. Jordan, which like I mean I like Michael B. Jordan, but come on, let's let somebody else do some things. Mm-hmm. But uh, he like that would be weird because Aquaman's still gonna exist and yeah. Wonder Woman's gonna be going on, and I. But we I, already lost like. Ben Affleck, so we're right. already going to get a new... It's just weird. Like, I I am not a fan of when they switch characters and, like, expect mm-hmm. us to right. believe, like, that's the same person. You know, I mean, well, I don't expect us to believe the same person. I don't like when they're, like, doing a project and then halfway through an actor changes. Right. And it's like... Oh, right. Like, when they did... Uh, Katie Holmes was replaced by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, oh, right. I'm yeah. like, it just doesn't... It, it doesn't feel right. It, it interrupts the movie yeah, for especially me. especially because, like, Shazam still takes place in the universe because in the he's wearing a Superman shirt mm-hmm. and, like, there's the things about things that have happened in the universe. So it's like, oh, and we're getting a Flash movie still. So I don't know. It just doesn't... It's just weird. It is I weird. I feel like the DC does a terrible job, too. They like, do. I don't know what they're is going on over there. They're doing some weird stuff. I don't think they know what they're doing. I yeah. don't think so, either. I think they just need to stop. Right. DC, just stop what you're doing. Like yeah. the, It started It started with Batman. The Batman thing has been really confusing, because they were like, it's going to be Ben Affleck, and then it's not going to be Ben Affleck. Well, now the script focuses on a young Bruce Wayne. Well, now it's not going to be in continuity at all. So it's like, whoa, what's going on? And then... Yeah. They are, the, I, they're, I think they're just... Yeah, throwing stuff at a wall. The other, to see the other problem I have is that they really haven't. They had, nobody has come out to confirm anything. Mm-hmm. Like okay, but then you get like Henry's weird Instagram post. Yeah, but even post. that's vague, right? And, and even the statement, even WB's statement was vague. It said, right. "Well, we're not developing future Superman films, but we still like Henry Cavill." So it's like, yeah. Well, then that's not a yes or no, right? No. And and he said in his in his post in the Instagram post, like exciting day, hashtag Superman. Yeah. It's like, what is it? Why? What is exciting? So yeah. he, in his Instagram, for those of you that did not see it, he had a Superman doll and like, he started with his head down. He had like a Krypton shirt. Mm-hmm. And so like, like he slowly like lifts his head in his hands and then like reveals a Superman doll and in the frame. And then he like lowers it. Like, I yeah. have no idea what that means. I yeah. watched it. I was like, well, that was weird. Like, am I, it do doesn't I, say anything. do I just, no, like, yeah. I was like, do I just not understand? 
understand what's happening. But then today I saw all these nude, 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 what am I oh saying? Nude articles. News articles. <laughs> Sarah, I saw what are these you doing? nude articles. Woohoo. To go along with your Google searches at work. <laughs> I saw all these news articles. Saying like uh, Henry Cavell just had a weird Instagram post. I'm like, yeah. oh, good. It was universal that no one knew yeah. what the hell yeah. was going on. It's, I guess you could interpret it as some weird goodbye that he did. But at the same time, when he said exciting day, I was like, is he maybe he's excited because so many people are coming out in support. And I saying, interpreted what the hell? that yeah. as like exciting day because like I was he was in the news and like had all like oh, it was like exciting I, day. Like all this stuff was coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, maybe, like or, maybe like a sarcastic well, like, like a yeah. lot of the, exciting. I think people are thinking that he's the one that's pulling out like he's the one yeah. not wanting to do it anymore so maybe it was an exciting day because it's like okay I'm done with this now see was but, it yeah. was it scheduling conflicts with like I, I read like what is it Witcher the, I've never read what well, that no, is well like, no yeah. they wanted him to do a cameo in Shazam uh, but scheduling conflicts prevented him from doing mm-hmm. a cameo in Shazam which in my mind doesn't mean like okay let's just get rid of him yeah. man right. it's like so you could do something else. Right. Isn't Shazam already done? Like, didn't they film that already? Yeah, but I mean, you know, these big movies, they do reshoots and, mm-hmm. you know, stuff you know, like that. You know, take out mm-hmm. people's mustaches and... Right, what? exactly. Yeah. Take out what? It's mustache. Oh, mustache. That's the thing, too. Like, let, can we please let hashes. Henry... Can we please let Henry redeem the whole mustache fiasco? Right. Let's give him another chance just to it not have a mustache. It wasn't his fault, yeah. though. He totally got screwed over by two studios. Yeah, like, yeah. And it made him look bad, and it wasn't his fault. I know, but... I'd be pissed I if I was him. I don't, uh, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it either. I, think I just don't like weird. DC. Like, what yeah. What did, has DC done since The Dark Knight? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman was really okay, the Okay, so good there's thing. one. Well, actually, in Suicide Squad, despite being critically... It was terrible. But despite being critically ripped apart, was very successful financially. Yeah. And okay. they're still supposedly developing all those spinoffs and sequels and bad. stuff. But it was bad. I would say the only good. good thing they've released is Wonder Woman. Yeah. And maybe Aquaman will be good. Yeah, Aquaman. All the early reviews are like, well, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I it felt looks about a little like, Suicide interesting. Squad. Yeah. Yeah. It is okay. It looks like Avatar underwater. I think yeah. the Wonder Woman sequel It looks like Black Panther, but underwater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, well, true. like reverse Black Panther, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. It's, it'll be fine, I'm sure. But yeah, and just, I'm sure I don't know begin. what they're doing. I don't really care. I don't think they know what they're doing. I think they're just kind of throwing things out there. Mm. And if something is successful, then they're going to run with it. But my biggest problem is just continuity in this world of like, well, Wonder, we've seen Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Batman and Superman together. Right. So mm-hmm. are we going to have to pretend like that Superman doesn't right. exist I think anymore? So. Like, yeah. That's just so strange. I think so. It seems like a weird thing to do. Yeah. I think they should have let it just breathe for a bit. Yeah, and just see stop. How successful. Like, it's okay. Like, yeah. let's, before, like, you keep going, just, right. like, let's, like, come together and have a meeting and be like, what are we going to do? Right. Is it worth going forward? Right. Or Probably just not. do the solo movies and don't worry about connecting them right now. Just yeah. get it, get it, get your yeah. stuff get your figured together. out. Um, and so, like, obviously, we just talked about Ben Affleck's not going to be Batman. But even but that's John not official. Ham said yesterday, but John Ham. Has put his name out there saying he would love to play Batman. Which he How was, do we feel about this? He was someone that was like taught the name was thrown around like when Ben Affleck was casted and I could get on board with some John Hamm. Could yeah, you? I think yeah. so. The, but it's not gonna happen, but why not? Because supposedly the script is focusing on a young Bruce well, Wayne. Right. Mm. But they're like still late 20s, if they want 30s. like more DC movies, like eventually yeah. they're gonna put a Batman in or there. Or they like, could do just have Joseph Gordon Levitt. 
And just continue it from nowhere. Just continue it from uh, like that. the Dark Knight He's Rises. He's not manly enough. So Justin and I kind of got in this conversation a little bit yesterday about right. who we not could see enough. as Batman. And like, I don't really feel John Hamm. I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I also heard Kit Harington. I don't really feel Kit Harington yeah, as John. He, he was supposedly but, like rumored to have been. Supposedly, it was like there are two actors that have been like discussed. He was one, and they haven't released the name of the other one because it's the one they're favoring. It's Lucas Hedges. <laughs> oh my god, that would so be great. My be. Batman in my head is like a manly dude. Like sure. he's like I think Christian Bale was perfect, and since Christian Bale, I can't picture anybody else. Right, as I mean Batman. I wish. I mean, I totally fit the description. I just too busy podcasting in order to do it. <laughs> what? So, oh, you? Yeah, he's throwing his name, uh, in the ring. my name in the ring. Chris Allen is Batman. Well, I actually I couldn't. Justin would be a better candidate because you have bigger arms. I don't have bigger. Arms. Okay, well, <laughs> I also saw. I also somebody on Facebook today. It was probably one of my friends. Hopefully, one of my friends that listens because I'm giving you a shout out, even though I don't know who you were. Said Dermot Mul- Mulroney. Yeah, but he's too old. And I was yeah, like, he's, he's too old. old. I know. I agree with that. Also, he's too old and doesn't seem like he's in the best of shape. At least John Hamm right. seems like he's in yeah. reasonable shape. Yes. So who but could play? Who, Tom Hardy. Who do you see? He was already Bane. <laughs> he was like, already Bane. Just play well, now he's Venom. No. And we came well, up with we came up with somebody yesterday. Who was it? No. But, I oh, I said I said Chris Evans. I think Chris Evans well, could yeah. do Batman and be good at it. He. Yeah, I think so. But I mean. He's probably going to stay away from the superhero thing for a probably. while, I would guess. See, I kept thinking, like, Army Hammer could be a good Bruce Wayne, but I don't know if I could believe him as a good I Batman. I can't see yeah. him doing, like, karate in a bat suit. Well, he, you know, he was going to be Batman in the Justice League movie that Mark Miller was doing years ago. I still cannot or picture jo- I'm sorry, Army George, Hammer George Miller. in a bat suit doing karate. Like, I can't. Just see him being, like, If he can play like, twins lanky. in a movie, sure. he, can, he can play Batman. He can't fight. Like, I don't see him as a crime fighter. Can he you can picture fight crime. that? Think about He's that. He's an actor. Think about him being in an action film. It just feels weird. I would rather see him than Dermot Moroni. <laughs> I agree. I don't want Dermot to do it either. I was t- saying I saw his name thrown out. What about somebody Dylan McDermott? I always get that confused. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan McDermott? From yeah. American Horror Story. Yeah. No, he's too old. Like... He's- well, he's, he's probably old. similar age to John I also Hamm. don't see him being an action star. Like, it's got to be somebody who can do action. Right. Jason Bateman. Oh, that'd be terrible. No, see, I really don't know. There's always people that He can that play a like, bad guy in Ozark. Maybe right. somebody kind of. we don't even know yet. There's probably, like Jake Gyllenhaal was, had been rumored for a while. He's too pretty Jake Gyllenhaal would be awesome. But he does... He's uh, not an action star. But he's done action movies. Yeah. What? Well, like End of Watch was action-y. I didn't see that. Prince one. of Persia. He's buff. Oh, yeah. He's I just see him fella. being like a little kid. Like, I would like muss his hair up. Oh, my gosh. Like, he was a cop in Prisoners. Yeah. Yeah, he's not a tough guy to me. Like, I want Batman. I want Batman to be like a tough uh, dude. What's this boxing one that he did where he got really ripped for it? He did Uh, that boxing fight. Yeah, he's still not a tough guy in my my mind. I don't it's know. Like I think little Jake Batman's Gyllenhaal. tough. Oh, so cute. You think yeah. you're Batman? You're going to put on your your dad's <laughs> shoes and walk around in his oversized suit? For me, Jake Gyllenhaal, it's his voice. Like, his voice yeah. is not yeah. very intimidating. He just seems like a little kid. But besides that, I think... Well, I want my Batman to be a man. We're also be talking about Christian Bale, who had the worst Batman voice ever. No, he didn't. Where is she? It wasn't I can great. actually do that pretty good with my cold. Actually, I didn't even mind it. I and thought Ben Affleck's was way worse. I didn't mind. The only time Christian Bale's voice annoyed me was when he was talking to people who knew who he was, but he was still like, why are you doing the growl to Anne Hathaway? She knows that you're Bruce Wayne. Like, you don't need to do this. Maybe he had a voice changer in a suit. Oh, maybe, I guess. I I think Ben Affleck's was way worse than... You think so? Yeah. Matthew Lillard. (laughs) (laughs) Let's put Matthew Lillard in. Maybe he could be Riddler or something. (laughs) Matthew Lillard. 
I think that there's always people like I'm just I was trying to remember like people who were up for different roles like uh, Ethan Hawke was up for Doctor Strange. You brought in um, Ryan Gosling yesterday, Ryan Gosling. and I was like, well, no, that he was could only not because be everybody's been trying to put him in superhero movies, and he keeps saying no. no like he was terrible. offered, he was offered Joker and Suicide Squad, but then recently somebody asked him if he would ever play Batman, and he said maybe if Damon Chazelle directed it, mm-hmm. and then that was a whole thing. Like, yeah, that's you know, funny. Mm-hmm. let's get this. He's a funny it. guy. Yeah, he's funny. He is a funny guy. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know who I could see. I don't him either. Yet. It's hard. Well, and I anybody, think Chris, I, I think Chris Evans is my best. Yeah, maybe Bradley so Cooper. Far. No, no. He's about to win Oscars, man. I'm gonna say oh, he's yeah. gonna get offered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, but so we talked about like I guess yesterday. You guys aren't gonna listen to this podcast till next week, though. We recorded a podcast yesterday. We talked about um, I think A Star Is Born is gonna do really well at the Oscars, mm-hmm. but then yeah. I remembered First Man is also coming out. Yeah. First Man is gonna be a big one. I Widows, think. Widows, I think could maybe. be good. Mm-hmm. Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. I still think it'll Star Is Born will win, but I don't know how great a First Man is gonna be. Yeah. I'm just calling it early, guys. I think that's going to be one of those things where maybe Ryan Gosling gets a lot of buzz because he's one of those actors who's been nominated but hasn't won. Right. And, you know, it's going to be one of those things. It'll be um, interesting. Like, I'm really excited to see, like, with the director race, too, because mm-hmm. I could totally see Bradley Cooper, Damien Giselle, Steve McQueen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Didn't Jeff Bridges win for Crazy Heart? Yeah. yeah. And this is kind of like a similar character right. to his Star is Born. That's what I told, I told Gretchen. I was like, you know... I think A Star is Born is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, from the trailer, Did I, I don't Jeff, know. This. Is it Jeff Bridges? No? Yeah. Yeah. From the, at the Bo same Bridges. time, I feel like it's a story that we've seen before. Isn't it just that, like, Well, it's like she... the fourth remake of this, of right, this story. But... Right. But isn't it just like, oh, like, Bradley Cooper is a singer, and then he Discovers is like, oh, you can sing, and then she becomes really famous, and yeah. then the end. Like, is that isn't what, that have kind you of seen the, any of the other Star Wars? Okay, so there you go. But I just assume that that's. It like was made the, like fifty years ago. Well, but that's a story well, we've seen in like every movie. They've been. Yeah. It's been such a big gap between all the remakes that yeah. people probably haven't yeah, seen. No, the I haven't last seen few. any of them. I haven't Take seen any of them either. Dream Girls. Same what? thing. Same thing. The, the guy discovers like Beyonce. Oh, she's a great singer, and then she becomes famous. You know who's in end. that? John Krasinski. Could John Krasinski be Batman? Yes. No. He can play Jack Ryan. He can play a. <laughs> Really good bearded man in the quiet place. <laughs> Maybe I could get a I could get my mind around. He would that. have a funny little um, swab. Okay, well, him. let's move on. Um, <laughs> sorry, I have to. Oh, I have I, to rein you I, in. I, sometimes I did want to note, like, I, that I hope that they don't forget about Black Klansman when the Oscars. Start. Yes. Um. So we were talking about people replacing people. So here's a little another thing of movie news. So Emma Watson is replacing Emma Stone in the new Little Women movie. Mm-hmm. You which, know what's funny about that? I'm like, yay! What? You know what's funny about that? What? what? No. Yes, uh, I meant what? Sorry. Emma, <laughs> Emma Watson was supposed to be in La La Land and then got replaced yeah, by Emma Stone. that's wow. true. So they're just trading. Right. Yeah. They are just trading. Yeah. Emma's are... Well, like, you took this one and won Oscars. Yeah, how about go. How about I take you this take, one? Yeah. You take the other one. I think Little Women's going to be really good. I like Greta Probably. Gerwig, and I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, there's a lot of people in yeah. it. There is. Eliza Scanton's going to rumor sure. to be in it. I, she did great in my favorite TV show of all time, Sharp Objects. Oh, I don't know who this person is. Eliza Scanton? I don't think so. She was the sister in Sharp Objects. I didn't watch Sharp Objects. I know. Well, you saw, probably saw a promo for it, right? Yeah. She's the creepy little blonde girl. Sarah oh, okay, always it. likes the opposite of what critics like. What? Yeah. Because that movie or that show is critically acclaimed. Mm, there was a lot of people it was saying like it was... 90 on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Um, yeah. Or an 80. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I don't know. I don't base everything on Fry. Because like, a lot of the articles that I read kind of were like... 
It's slow. <laughs> well, I will say to your point about Rotten Tomatoes. So I'm about to watch Sicario 2. Mm-hmm. And I looked, and because I love Sicario, and Sicario 2 has like a 60-something to Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Well, then I looked at all the critics, and I was reading their little blurb on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and Richard Roper gave it four out of four and said like, wow, like this is incredible. This mm-hmm. is how a sequel should be made. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm going to start trying to look at the critics specifically oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, totally. rather than the all-around score. Yeah. No, I look totally and see who, like, what top critics are saying. Oh, I only look plus, at the critics score. Plus, and the thing that, the only hesitation I ever have about Rotten Tomatoes, too, is that sometimes somebody can say, well, it was okay, but then that gets, gets considered a bad review. Right. So yeah. it's like, like, it should be, there should be a middle ground. Yeah. Like Metacritic does. Like, I don't read the audience reviews at all you look at like critics what they're and what they read like but you're thinking like say. certain critics that certain you trust? critics exactly okay. yeah because okay. i, well, I don't look do at the like, audience you can score do top all. critics so. that's what i do but then like sometimes like on sicario 2 there's a lot of like rotten ones from like people that i like even mm-hmm. like uh peter travers from rolling stone uh-huh. yeah but then i was like oh well if richard roper is giving it four out of four stars sure. then but movies are know. subjective dude you can you yeah. may like it yeah. that's kind of how i feel about like Rotten Tomatoes, like, I think we've had this conversation before. It's really hard for me to read that stuff sometimes, which is mostly why I stay away from it, because, like, I'm going to like it or I'm not going to like it, yeah. and I don't really care what other people right. <laughs> think. There so. are movies I like that are bad. Kind of yeah. like one of the movies we're going to discuss at some point yes. in this podcast. Okay, well, let's move into that. Um, so I saw what I think is probably one of the better movies I've seen in a yeah, long time. A simple favorite. Um, especially <laughs> in this category. So it was kind of, I would describe it as a rom-com. Um, not a simple favor, although Chris and I did both see that, and we have oh, many opinions on it. I don't it. know what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about Juliet Naked. I saw oh, Juliet Naked, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is based on a Nick She saw Horn- it naked, Horn- Justin. Horn- That's right. Did you get thrown out? I saw out? Juliet Naked. It was, yeah, it was just everybody showed up, and we all... It was like a commune. And you're like, great. oh, I thought it was a naked screen. It's great. Yeah. yeah. We, whenever you sent us that text, we both made jokes about, like... My dad like, I'm Juliet naked. Yeah. You're like, don't go naked, Sarah. Put some clothes on. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I, I don't mind meeting somebody named Juliet, but I'd rather wear clothes. <laughs> so this, I don't feel like this movie's been getting very much buzz. It doesn't have the marketing campaign that something like A Simple Favor does or even Crazy Rich Asians. But like, it is a great little rom-com. Um, you'll know the names in it. It's Ethan Hawke and... Um, why did I just forget her name? Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. I always forget her first name. Rose Byrne. Um... And Chris O'Dowd is in it. Love and Chris O'Dowd. We love Chris O'Dowd. He's hilarious. This is he's very much like kind of a s- scene stealer in this mm-hmm. movie. Um, but it's based on a Nick Hornby book, so you'll know I him. He Hornby. did about a boy, high fidelity, high fidelity. Um, some great, great books that were also movies mm-hmm. that I really like. Um, but yeah, it's about a um, couple who. Um, the boyfriend in this scenario, who's Chris O'Dowd, is completely obsessed with this like alternative rock star from like 30 years ago who mm-hmm. had like one hit album and then disappeared and no one knows what happened to him. And um, he has this like fan blog and he's like a total fanboy and he like blogs about this guy and like obsesses over his music and they don't know where he is and he like pops up because his girlfriend Rose Byrne writes like some review of the album and uh, Ethan Hawke's character who is this musician pops up and like emails her. That so sounds she, really like, cool. She like starts this like friendship with this guy and doesn't tell her boyfriend who's obsessed with him. So it's fantastic. So it's super funny. Like I said, Chris O'Dowd is great in it. So and everybody haven't been able to stop it. talking about it all because <laughs> it's so good. Like, I did really want to see it. Really hope that people go to it. Um, 
Because it's, yeah, I think it's a million times better than a simple favor. Well, let's not, let's not go that far. I've seen both of them. <laughs> Just yeah. wait. You go watch it. I think you'll really like it. Well, yeah. And then the other movie that's, because uh, does that come out Friday? What? Juliet Naked? Or is it already been It's out? already out. Okay. So I saw it at Tivoli. Um, pretty sure it's still playing there. I When we left Simple Favor um, two nights ago, I saw it at AMC. So it's going to be in, the, it's in theaters. And I completely think that people need to seek it out cool i do really want to see it mm-hmm. i like chris o'dowd a lot yep you'll love him he's so funny and well, i like rose Byrne a lot too but She's i think also funny. that everybody should go see a simple favor mm-hmm. tell me tell me why chris mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well a simple favor it's about a mommy blogger named stephanie played by anna kendrick is it anna kendrick or anna kendrick anna, anna. okay i always get confused i'm bad with names and she's kind of a weird like quirky person doesn't really have like a ton of friends and she meets uh through her son's school this mysterious mom named emily played by blake lively and uh they become friends and you can kind of tell blake lively is kind of like wants to use her for something and so uh blake lively asks anna kendrick to do her one simple favor and take care of um emily so blake lively's son for a night well, then one night turns into like three nights and then a week. And so Anna Kendrick's character gets really concerned, calls the police, and then they try to search for where Emily went. And then it kind of takes some twists and turns. But I thought it was hilarious. I th- it, It's marketed hilarious. as like a... Hilarious. using laughed. the term hilarious I laughed a lot. <laughs> I <laughs> laughed a lot. And so did, I might I add, chuckled. the entire theater except for there Sarah. Wasn't like, no, there wasn't like... I totally disagree with you there. Oh my People gosh. were like chuckling. But there was ears? not like uproarious laughter that would dis- make this movie describe as it hilarious. It was laughable every like couple minutes, like in the dialogue, I thought. There was like some funny parts. Now, there were, <laughs> there were some jokes that I thought were kind of dumb. But I think that Anna Kendrick's character made it more entertaining for me because I really like her character. And I think she's a hilarious person. I I think her and then also I forgot to mention uh, Andrew Rannells. Yes, who is in Crazy Rich Asians. Um, I thought his I I just like him as an actor. I think he's really good. I think he he's going to be girls. Um, he's actually a Broadway guy, but yeah. His TV oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were sorry, talking about not... that crazy rich Asians guy. Oh, you're talking about here Henry Spaulding. Yes. You thought he was funny. Yeah. Well, not funny. I'm just saying uh, he's a good actor. I, think I he's thought like... you were saying he was funny. And that's why I said Andrew Reynolds. No, I just really like his character laughter. too. Got uh, it. Okay. But Blake Lively is kind of weird. Um, but I think that's the character she's supposed to be playing is this seductive kind of, which interesting was part person. of why I did not like this movie. So I'm the total opposite of Chris. I did not find it hilarious. I was like, yeah, kind of funny in parts, but for the most part, I thought it was a mess. And I think Blake Lively was completely miscast in it. Hmm. Like, to- it just like felt wrong because, like, I feel like so this character Emily is supposed to be like this badass woman, mm-hmm. and she's supposed to be like, yeah, like Chris said, mysterious and um. And she, like, I felt like every time, so she also has, like, this potty mouth, like, total, like, cusses like a sailor. Mm-hmm. And, like, every time a cuss word came out of Blake Lively's, Blake Lively's mouth, it felt, like, weird. It felt sure. like, and it felt weird from coming from her, too, not just for me as an audience member, but, like, watching her act and try to cuss and, like, be, like, <laughs> these things. It it almost felt like she was, like, struggling. She's sure. Like, I'm well, being forced see, to say these potty words, and I don't normally talk like this. That's what, like, I, I thought it was interesting because this is... Clearly, like you mentioned, uh, a good to point out that this is like a spoof of Gone Girl. It's not meant to be and that too serious. Well, yeah, when you guys described it mm-hmm. to me, it literally sounded like a just 
straight up spoof with right. all the twists that you would that you that you get from these mm-hmm. kind of movies, like right. the Gone Girl twist or the mm-hmm. twin uh, whatever uh, spoilers twin sister twist, like soap opera stuff. It just feels like it was meant to be making fun of that stuff, but maybe didn't. It's not being sold that way for sure, no. right? Yeah, the tone felt like I guess the maybe the best way to describe it is like if you ever watch Desperate Housewives on okay. the TV show with like Ava Longoria, like it's. It kind of felt like a little bit like that. Like these are women who have secrets and are like being bad, but sure. like and maybe it's I like because I watch Bravo of. a lot in the house. <laughs> maybe wife. that is why Chris likes. So but, like, yeah. Well, and and I mean, so it, gonna, yeah, it just like goes between serious and comedic, and it just feels weird. To well, do and that. some of the, some of the stuff, I had a hard time believing. Like at the end, because mm-hmm. uh, I want to give away like how it ends. But yeah. we we had a hard time between you Both and I trying us. to figure out exactly w- why things happened the way they did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was willing to forgive that because I still had a good time. I'm not saying this movie is like the best thing ever or right. like the best comedy of the summer for sure. Or I guess now we're in. But fall. you weren't. Bo- well, you but, weren't bored watching it. You enjoyed right, watching. Right. It, I enjoyed watching it, and I think I was pleasantly surprised because I went in when I saw the previews thinking that this is going to be dumb because it looks like it's a th- like a thriller almost like could be a horror movie mm-hmm. but it totally doesn't take that route and from the get go you're like with the dialogue it's i think it's like witty and i appreciated that it wasn't taking it too seriously because then i was like oh maybe it's like a get out maybe it's like really funny but has like a really like serious tone but it wasn't really ever serious like they had like serious music but it never felt to me like it was supposed to be anything more than a mystery comedy. But I don't. Mm. If you want to go to the the Rotten Tomatoes rankings, I think mm-hmm. it's, last time I checked, it was a ninety on Rotten Tomatoes. So. Yeah, I think it's going to do really well at the box it's, office. It's the highest rated release this weekend, which really surprised yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. I I mean they've been marketing. Yeah, I thought it was the surprising. hell out of it, and I think I think people will go to it and enjoy it. Yeah. but I mean it has a, it has major problems. Well, and it's promoting Ryan Reynolds' gin everywhere throughout the movie. It's like made <laughs> me so want to drink gin right afterwards because they Eat are drinking gin, gin like the whole time. Yeah, I just I did not like Blake. I like Anna Kendrick. Blake Lively bothers me. A I lot I agree movie. with you that they could have. I think it like, was a little awkward. It was like watching like I think I used this example to Justin yesterday. It was like if they tried to put like Meg Ryan in Gone Girl, like yeah. somebody that you know to be like kind of America's sweetheart and is just like a nice sweet person mm-hmm. and like forcing her to like. You know, be this like seductress. Like it just felt awkward. Like it felt awkward watching. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really fit her. Like I can't see her. She doesn't. Besides the town, ta- like, well, no, even the town. She was sort of a victim. Like, um, I, yeah. she just doesn't play evil that well. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just not believable to well, me. Well, and that maybe that's what they were trying to do. Is they were since it's kind of a spoof that they didn't want to get someone like obviously Roseman Pike to play that kind of character who's more serious mm-hmm. um, and like gone girl. But um, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I just, I don't see And they had a, a good spoof. chemistry though between the two of them. So, I mean, like I, a spoof is like, is what's that scream movie that was scary like, movie. Scary, yeah, oh, yeah. Like that's yeah. a spoof. Yeah. It's not a full on spoof. Satire. Yeah. I legit think it's like first and foremost, like a murder mystery or like a mm-hmm. mystery and then has speckles of, comedy in sure. there so you're, you're just saying like you don't think it intended to be 
picking on or making fun of this genre or whatever. No. Like a scream. No. Like scream right. was meant to no, be and especially fun like, of Yeah, this genre. isn't like a full on. Look at who the director is. Like, sure. how do you make a movie with him that's not funny? You know, like his background is all comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, it was directed by Paul Feig. Yeah. Who directed Bridesmaids, The Heat. Mm-hmm. Um, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, obviously... That's what threw me off at the beginning. I was like, is this going to be a comedy or what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can never nail down what the tongue was supposed to be based on the trailers. Yeah, I think, and that's why it felt But see, me. and some of the characters I like too, like Rupert Friend, mm-hmm. um, he was this designer that uh, Blake Lively's character like worked for, mm-hmm. and he, I thought he was hilarious. I mean, a lot of these people are great, like really good actors. They just didn't have enough of mm-hmm. a role. Like he was in there for two minutes. And so like, yeah, that part, like part of that movie kind of almost felt like Devil Wears Prada to me. Yeah. Like it. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's kind of the tone that I got. Maybe we need to watch this one again and like have a rewatch and be like, does it hold up? Because you could probably pick apart like maybe they intended to take pieces from other movies like Devil Wears Prada. And maybe I think that's why it felt off to me. So like it just didn't feel cohesive. It's like it feels like it's trying to be too many things all at once, and that's why it felt like a mess to me. Like besides the plot, like all that stuff. This brings up a good point. I think that if you see it people will probably either really like it or hate it. I think mostly people will like it. Yeah. Well, like, cuz I think people will laugh. Critics and, are digging it. Yeah. I think if you're like in a bad mood and you don't want to like <laughs> laugh, then, you know, you won't I like it. I wanted to. I really wanted to like that movie, but it just it, yeah. But you really wanted to go see right. White Boy Rick. I did want to see White Boy Rick, which is getting worse reviews. I want to see that cuz And I wanted to I see the Predator, so the there you go. The story <laughs> is fascinating cuz it's based on a true story and like mm-hmm. I've read a little bit about like what it's actually based on and I'm sure maybe they didn't do the movie do it justice within mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, well, but my I life story is the true story. I, I'd rather see fun. like a movie about a 15-year-old kid becoming a drug kingpin in the 80s than like whatever the heck Simple Favor was. <laughs> that to me sounds way more intriguing. All right, so um, let's go on to some TV. It's a big week for TV because it's the Emmys. Emmys. The Emmys. And they're on NBC this year. NBC. That's there. I should have been lower. Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's what Um, she said. NBC. Yeah. (laughs) Michael Che and Colin Jost. Juice. Jost. 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 I say Jost. They are going to be hosting it this year, which is awesome. And it's going to be like Chris said on a Monday because of football. So they've moved yes. it from Monday or Sunday to Monday, which they had to do, I guess, four years ago. Mm. And apparently the Emmys like had rate like ratings gold on Monday because it does not up against anything like on Monday nights. Oh, so. yeah. Well, Monday night football. So what are they, what's the point of putting it on Monday then? I don't get that's it. That's true. Sunday well, it's football. because NBC can't put it on Sunday because Sunday night Sunday football. football. Yeah, oh. that's been set in stone. Monday night so football not, is It's not to Fox? avoid competition. Uh, Monday Got night football it. is ESPN. ESPN. Okay. Yeah. That's why. So cool. uh, we're not going to go through all Got of it. these because, you know, on, in all honestly, yeah. they've been announced, some of them. But also we recorded this last week <laughs> and it didn't actually record. So we've already talked extensively about the Emmys, but you guys didn't get to listen to it. That's true. Because yeah. we had a major malfunction with our technology. Yeah, we'll, we'll try to recreate all the We Emmys had a big argument. Yeah. So we're going to have this argument again. <laughs> Well, and then I just realized that looking at my notes from last week, um, all the other stuff that got lost, which was us talking about Die Hard and the new yeah, uh, Captain Marvel. Moving on. Well, Sorry, well, it was, you guys on, our, didn't it was get on our Facebook that. Live. Yeah. So if you saw the Facebook yeah. Live, then you got, you know. Um. So the Emmys. Let's talk about some of this stuff. Let's go to the important ones: Outstanding Drama, The Americans, The Crown, Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. Yeah, I think last year's winner was Handmaid's Tale. I think Handmaid's, Handmaid's. Tale. We all agree that we think Handmaid's Tale is going to get it. Sorry, Game of gonna, Thrones. Yeah, I think Game of Thrones will be 
next whatever year they'll be nominated for their final season i agree um i also think this is tough because this is the first time um the handmaid's tale has gone up against game of thrones because last year game of thrones was not nominated um and people freaking love that show but mm-hmm. i yeah. think people love handmaid's tale more yeah. and it's definitely more buzzy because it's not as old that's another thing that i hate too because like you can get like an show that's aged a little bit and they yeah. just stop winning awards at a certain point because there's always some new show out that's yeah, yeah. i always get confused more by the buzz. timeline of you know what qualifies buzz doesn't for always the... mean better though that's true well straight yeah because stranger things gets buzzed yeah. but stranger things is not going to win and you know so lead actor in a drama last year was sterling k brown this year nominees are jason bateman for ozark which is fantastic but this is the first season because second season just came out mm-hmm. sterling k brown for this is us Ed Harris for Westworld, Matthew Reese for The Americans, Milo Ventimiglia for This Is Us, and Jeffrey Wright for Westworld. I think Sterling K. Brown. So Justin thinks he's going to win again. I'm going with a bold pick that I've just Just been thinking about. Uh, Milo. You think Milo from This Is Us I think I think Milo because although I would love Sterling K. Brown to win, I love Sterling K. Brown, I start to wonder because Milo is such a good He's a, such a big part of that show, and he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. And everybody was talking about uh, crockpots. Mm-hmm. This yeah, this year. was the season the crockpot happened. Yeah, so I start to. I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna go out on a limb. I, he's gonna be an underdog for sure. But I'm gonna so? say. I'm gonna see. See, I don't know. think you're wrong. Like I, I can definitely see either of these guys winning. This is us. Is actually one of the network shows that I watch sort of i don't keep mm-hmm. up with it but like i'll catch up like in one swoop in like a weekend or something and watch like, and you don't cry which I don't is, you're love the it. one person who doesn't <laughs> cry in i don't show. love it i think it's i think the acting is good i think it's it it feels like a like a more mature soap opera to me mm-hmm. so that's why i have Although issues better with it. um <laughs> but um, i'm super rooting for matthew reese and the americans so that's he who you're great. picking that's my pick okay. yeah but which, i i, I, I totally can see either of yours yeah I know that it's the it was the final season of the Americans, but I still just don't think it's one of those shows that like had so much buzz that they feel like well mm-hmm. let's, let's give it to him because it's the final like when John yeah. Hamm yeah. won for Mad Men. Agreed, yeah. but it is a critical darling. Like it's True. always been looked at as one of the best shows on TV. So maybe and it's never won any Emmys. I don't think so. Maybe this is the year it doesn't usually get awards. Lead actress in a drama last year, Elizabeth Moss won. Um, for Handmaid's Tale. So this year she is up against, again, uh, Claire Foy for The Crown, Tatiana Malsani for Orphan Black, Sandra O oh for Killing Eve, Carrie Russell for The Americans, and Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld. Yeah. And we all think Elizabeth Moss is going to win it again. <laughs> um, I need to start watching The Crown. I've heard really good things about it. People seem to like that show. Seems boring to me. Um, I've heard good things about Killing Eve. So yeah, who knows? I want to see that one. Who knows? Supporting actress in a drama. Last year's winner was Anne Dowd. Um, this year, nominees are Alexis Bledel for The Handmaid's Tale, Millie Bobby Brown for Stranger Things, Anne Dowd again for Handmaid's Tale, Lena Headey for Game of Thrones, Vanessa Kirby for The Crown, Thandie Newton for Westworld, and Yvonne Stra- Strahovski for The Handmaid's Tale. Okay, can I just first Yvonne. off say when I look at this and sure. knowing that uh, that Ozark was nominated this year, but they didn't how, nominate Laura Linney. Yeah, how, how you yeah. nominate Laura how, Linney? How that? But then also for supporting, because I guess she would be like lead actress. Uh, how do you not nominate th- um, the girl in Ozark? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think she was that good. What? Oh my gosh, oh, she's wait. like the best character. Not the daughter. No, not I'm talking about Ruth. Ruth. Yes, yes. she's phenomenal. How do you nom- not her. nominate Ruth? She's also in the Americans, and she's great oh, yeah. in the Americans. Well, see, my, I don't, I don't, I love Millie Bobby so that's, Brown. That's but. that's your question, but my question is, 
what qualifies guest actress and supporting actress because mm. Samara Wiley won guest actress in a series, mm. but I felt like she was in it as much as Alexis Bledel was. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong, I guess, but I don't know. So I, I thought know. it was strange, but I think Alexis Bledel's going to win. Yeah, that's nuts. That's <laughs> bananas. This is not going to that win? is not going to happen I don't at know. all. I picked Ann Dowd, but I don't have Yeah, so we all picked the Handmaid's yeah, group. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say Handmaid's Tale is going to win right. this category. Between the three, one of us will be right, I think. Uh, but it's definitely not going to be you, Justin. I think it'll be Alexa Little. She won Best Guest Actress last year. Cool. <laughs> but you're saying she wasn't in this season enough to win? No, my whole point was that... Uh, Yvonne. Yvonne Strakowski. Yeah. She yeah. is incredible. She, in this. I'm not saying she's not good. But okay, my whole point though was that like <laughs> his whole point my is whole that point she's better. Is that she's way better. <laughs> no. <laughs> but she she literally like to hate I, I it's been a while since I've watched the show. Well, actually, maybe ever where I've literally sat there and been like, I really like this character, but I hate them. But now I really like what they're doing, but I hate them. And it's well, like she portrayed that so perfectly. That's how I feel about Jamie Lannister in Game of Thrones, but I don't think that they're going to give Nicholas whatever a bunch of Alexis Bledel was just standing there and like cried maybe in one scene. And then uh, she just like said words. I think words. she has a great part. I think in you the guys show. should make a bet. Well, we are we going to bet? Yeah, what we're are we going to bet. bet? Are we betting like, are we betting a beer? Are we betting whiskey? We, I thought we agreed. I thought whiskey was the aforementioned that's fine with me yeah is, is it like be... a whole bottle <laughs> sure this okay. wager is on and the best supporting actress in a drama i i i will bet my left foot that i don't want your left foot <laughs> that and down could take it over oh, Alexis oh, wow. how would we know that if your girl wins well and i'm just saying that and down has that. a better chance than but we would never we'll see, man. Out of the three, Alexis Bledel has the least amount, oh, like chance. Ouch! Shoot, I don't, I don't think that's true. Some fine words. I won't put my left foot through my TV if that happens. <laughs> I want to see that. Make sure Gretchen films that. <laughs> yeah, um, I think supporting... I think Rory Gilmore is going to get it. Man, supporting oh, actor gosh. in a drama last year was John Lithgow, who is not up for it this year because I'm pretty sure his character died. Um, what Churchill Custer dies? Waldo is in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Peter Dinklage for Game of Thrones. Joseph Fiennes for Handmaid's Tale. Mandy Patinkin for Homeland. David Harbour for Stranger Things. And Matt Smith for the crown i did not pick anyone I yeah this no was idea. a tough one but i think maybe peter dinklage i think will get you it. could be right i'm gonna um, say josephine but see Fiennes. again like nicholas walter whatever his name is who plays jamie Coster lannister Waldo. is is the he's really good in that he's season. he's the uh mrs waterford of game of david thrones david harbour is really good in stranger things i, I would love I, I, w- I think i want david harbour to win but i don't think that he will but i would love to see him win yeah that's hard okay let's talk about outstanding comedy last year's winner was veep not nominated this year so we got Atlanta, Barry, Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Silicon Valley, and Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. I think Atlanta. I'm gonna pick. They Marvelous won the Mrs. Golden Maisel. Globe. So. And didn't he win the Emmy last? Didn't it win the Emmy last year? Uh, yes. And this is the first season of Mar- well, yeah, because the second it has season has not been, been out, yeah. up against Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which I right. love. I do. Well, and I, I do. love Atlanta, so this is really hard. I for do me. like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel a lot, but I think that Atlanta will win. I think Atlanta has more support. So what are you? Yeah. What are you on? Buzz. With? Atlanta. Or? I pick both of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's cheating. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Marvelous and Mrs. Maisel. I want Marvelous Mrs. Maisel to win, but I think Atlanta. I the second it. season of Atlanta. 
Yeah, but I it's still it wasn't know. as good. But it was Childish still amazing. Gambino is everywhere, dude. It's still amazing. <sighs> he's got all the buzz. I think he will. Donald Glover is everywhere. Childish Gambino. I think he's got lead actor in a comedy because yeah, he's so up against Anthony Anderson for Blackish, yeah. Ted Danson for Good Place, Larry David for Curb, Bill Hader for Barry, and William H Macy. And I, I would love for down, he's got that. I would love for Barry or Bill Hader to win some stuff, but I feel like they're gonna. It's gonna be overshadowed by shows like Atlanta. Okay, we yeah. have two more to get through. Lead actress in a comedy. Last year was Julia Louis Dreyfus, not nominated. This year, so Pamela Alden for Adlon, 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 Adlon for Better Things, Rachel Brosnahan, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Ellison, Janie Mom, blah 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 blah. I do think Ra- Rachel, Rachel Brosnahan, Brosnahan. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, supporting actress in a comedy last year was Kate McKinnon, and there is a whole heap of chicks in this uh category. I don't know why they have so many, mm-hmm. and other categories don't. Zazie beats for Atlanta. Katie Bryant for Saturday Night Live, Alex Bornstein for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Betty Gilpin for Glow, Leslie Jones for Saturday Night Live, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live, Laurie Metcalf for Roseanne, and Megan Lally for Will of Grace. I picked Alex Bornstein for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. That's who I want to win. Her character isn't really that funny. She's kind of plays the straight man to Rachel Brosnan. I picked her. I think she's funny. The show is funny. Yeah, but I think she's funny. You think her character is funny? Yeah, I think her character's funny. In her weird, like, she opinions about one-liners. stuff. Or, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I would love to see her win, but I don't know if she, but I don't know who would beat her. Kate McKinnon. Maybe Kate McKinnon mm-hmm. or maybe Laurie Metcalf. You don't think uh, Zazie beats? I would love no. Zazie Bates to win, to beat, to, to win also, but I, maybe Laurie Metcalf. She okay. might she might sneak it. For Roseanne? Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, you know. I don't watch Roseanne. I don't know. I it, don't know. It could go either way for Roseanne. Like, also, are we going to hate, right. hate it Bryant, or are we going to give her support because it, she's good? And, Eddie Bryant you know. had her Sarah Huggabee Sanders on Saturday Night That's Live. True. She could take... I don't know. Yeah. You know I picked Alex. Um, I think I'm just going to go crazy and say Laura Metcalf. Okay. All right. Cool. Who do you pick? Who do you pick? I'm going to pick um, Borstein. Okay. Supporting actor in a comedy winner last year was Alec Baldwin. Now we got Louis Anderson for Baskets, Alec Baldwin again for SNL, Titus Burgess for Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, Brian, T- by- Brian Tyree Henry for Atlanta, and Tony Shalhoub for Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Keenan Thompson for SNL and Henry Winkle for Barry. Oh, wait, is this not the one that Keenan Thompson already won? No, he won for like some song he wrote. Oh, okay. Because I know he won something. No, but, this okay. is Best Supporting Actor. They gotcha. These. Yeah. Then I think Tony Shalhoub. That's who I picked. Is he really good at it? He's really he's good at so, it. He's the best thing Because I want to go yeah. with uh, Brian Tyree Henry. I also love Brian Tyree but Henry. But I will go with Shaloub. Agreed. Okay. Enjoy watching the Emmys, everybody. Those are our picks for some of those main categories. And it's we'll right see. here on your 41, 41 Action, Action News, News station, station at 7 o'clock. Enjoy. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Got a great little podcast uh, with a guest star. So, yeah. Yeah. Subscribe and stuff. Yeah. Do, the, do, do those things. Yeah.